0: welcome to Zila food Zila is the german word for soul so soul food but zela food this podcast is in conjunction with zela magazine an online magazine bridging faith cultures and culture i'm ali porti an american southern girl who travels and loves talking to people i'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world from these conversations Hopefully, you'll be inspired to move and shake, too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. Last, uh, about two, almost two weeks ago, I had the privilege of attending the Country to Country Music Festival in London, England, for the third year in a row. And one artist that just swept me off my feet was Lainey Wilson. Uh, when I first heard her song, "Working Overtime, I'm like, who is this girl? I've got to meet her because she's got a traditional country music voice, but she's in tune with the modern era. And she's down to earth, she's humble, and she's got this confident boldness on stage mixed with humility. Uh, Lainey gets you with her Southern distinct drawl, and it's the first thing that you notice about her. I had a chat with her uh, last week while I was in Paris, and she was in Nashville. Uh, She lives there, but she's originally from the state of Louisiana. Her mother is a teacher, and her father is a soybean, corn, and wheat farmer, but farming is a large part of her life, and we talk a little bit about that in the interview. At the age of nine, she wrote her first song and learned guitar two years later. And in high school, she did Hannah Montana impersonations, touring various cities. This was the foundation of Lainey learning stage performances. After high school, Lainey moved to Nashville and lived in a camper trailer outside of a recording studio. But it paid off because they would give her water. But she endured rainstorms and flooding, uh... All for the dream of making it to Nashville. Laney's music from the tunes to the lyrics are honest and relatable but they're also full of grit. I met up with Laney after c to c over the phone and we had a great chat about her music, faith, fans, that she's got in the UK, and women artists that inspire her. So enjoy this interview with Lainey Wilson and go check out her music on Apple iTunes, on YouTube, and if you're a country music lover or an open-minded music lover, you'll enjoy Lainey Wilson's music. So how did you find C to C last week and did you enjoy being across the pond? Girl, it keeps getting
1: better every single time I go over there. Last time I went over there was in October of last year, and I was completely blown away by just how engaged the audience is and excited they were, you know, to just hear some country music. And and, uh, this trip, this last time, just exceeded all of my expectations by, you know, ten times. So it was unbelievable.
0: I can imagine. How does it make you feel that they know the lyrics of your songs?
1: (laughs) That's what I was telling somebody um, actually last week when I was over there. I said, my mama don't even know the words. To my <laughs> you know, it's crazy, to, it's crazy to imagine that somebody, you know, that far away, you know, just
0: thousands and thousands of miles from here, Yeah.
1: you know, have, uh, have done the research and figured out I was coming over there and were excited enough to, to dig in and learn my stuff. It's, and it's a big old
0: honor. I'm sure it's humbling. Um, next question: You've got a unique fashion style. Can you talk a little bit about that and where it comes from?
1: Yes, girl. So <laughs> I wear bell bottoms every single day of my life. <laughs> wow!
0: I like to call it. <laughs> I like
1: to joke around and say it's country with a flare.
0: Right, <laughs> but, um, literally.
1: I had <laughs> yeah, I had this pair of bell bottoms when I was I was probably about eleven years old, and they were blue leopard print bell bottoms from limited two <laughs> and I never wanted to take the things off and um my mom was like all right Laney we gotta wash these we gotta take them off at some point but anyway as um time went on you know how you go through different phases and and wear different things and stuff like that I just resorted back to those bell bottoms because I remember how they made me feel and I was like you know what I, I want to portray this um carefree kind of you know, vibe through my music and and not really, you know, kind of, kind of make it, make people feel like, you know, you can be who you want to be all the time. And I feel Mm -hmm. like bell bottoms are a good representation of, uh,
0: of that feeling, at least for me. Gotcha. Well, they're really cool. I mean, it just reminds me of when my dad pulled out his pair of bell bottoms in the attic when I was a child, I'm like, wow, you wore those, but I mean, it makes it unique when you're changing up your style like that, kind of like how Midland has a certain style, so it makes you unique. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, put on a bunch of things that don't match and just walk out the door. Exactly, fun. exactly, <laughs> and it shows your personality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Of course. Uh, When it comes to songwriting, how have you been able to make relatable lyrics that tell a story?
1: You know, I have found the longer that I write, because I've been writing since I was nine years old, but I have found the more honest I am, Mm -hmm. whether it's my story or a co-writer's story or whatever, the more brutally honest we are. Mm -hmm. um, People can just gravitate towards that and, you know, and relate to it on a on a different kind of level. And um so the more I write, the more honest I get really. Yeah. And it's you know, it's not an easy thing to get in there and and just throw it all out on a piece of paper. But um those are the songs that I feel like end up rising to the top for me. Are the ones that are the most transparent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the ones that are relatable. Um, Speaking of, like, women um, country artists, last Friday was International Women's Day. What female country artist uh, and non-country female artist inspires you? Man.
1: (laughs) So one of my biggest influences ever Mm -hmm. is Miss Dolly Parton.
0: Mm.
1: And I just, I mean, aside from her music, aside from being obsessed with all of her music, I feel like she uh she tells it how it is. Yes. She don't you know, she don't beat around the bush, she just says it how she wants to say it and she's funny and she don't take life too serious and um so she's she's been a she's been a big a big, big influence of mine and man, let me think. Mm-hmm. Um who else on the other side of things?
0: Yes, non country.
1: Uh, Miss Janice Joplin. Mm. She, you know, style icon right there like when I think about you know how I want to look when I go on stage I do I truly like try to channel my, my inner Janis Joplin yes <laughs> because I know like she just literally it was a, a way for her to express herself and she would also throw on things that didn't match She didn't hardly brush your hair and I'm like hey <laughs> I can do that that's pretty easy
0: exactly and people loved her Yep. for yeah right. she was gritty Yes. And, uh, and so I
1: would, I would like to be a combination, I guess
0: you could say, of those two. Okay. And they're quite fascinating women. Two very different kind of styles of music, but very fascinating and inspiring yes. women. Um, it seemed uh, at the All Bar One stage, I think was that Saturday night, you went up there with such uh-huh. boldness and confidence when you, and then when you started singing, where does that come from?
1: You know what? I think it honestly comes from a race. Mm. Um, I grew up in a town of about 300 people, mm-hmm. and I grew up on a farm. And um, I guess you could say that greediness kind of comes from growing up on a farm and getting down and dirty when you have to. And my daddy, would he'd put me on the back of a horse and say, hold on. Wow. You know? And um, I've kind of like taken that with me throughout. Throughout life, and especially throughout the music business, because it is a it's a bucking horse for sure.
0: I can imagine. But
1: um, so yeah, I think it's just kind of one of those things where I just feel like I got to take the bull by the horns and get up there, and uh, you know, and do the thing. So that's Don't. where I feel most confident.
0: Okay. And comfortable. That's wonderful. Cause that my next question was, how uh, has growing up in a farming community and then growing up in the state of Louisiana gotten you to where you are now? Um, is there anything specific about growing up in that state and then growing up on a farm that's led you to where you are? Yeah. Um,
1: so I always compare. Always compare farming business in a lot of different ways it literally goes hand in hand because you get up every single day Mm -hmm. you do the same exact thing and some years you have good years some years you have bad years but Mm -hmm. it don't matter you know if it's your livelihood you get up and you do the thing every single day and uh and some years are going to be better than others but if it is your livelihood then you don't really have any other option but to get up and do it every single day so um just gotta keep watering it, taking care of it, just like anything, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I've that's kind of the I guess lesson and and motto that I kind of held on to trying to do this thing because to be honest with you, moving to Nashville, trying to trying to do this is not there's nothing easy about it. But um,
0: yeah,
1: relating back to the whole farming thing, you know, there's nothing easy about that. So when you don't have a when you don't have a plan B.
0: Mm-hmm. Plan A has to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I uh, heard Jimmy Allen say uh, at C to C that he doesn't believe in Plan Bs because um, if you mm-hmm. have someone who decides to go to medical school and they've invested like nine years into that, there's no Plan B. Mm-hmm. You you gotta be the doctor. And yeah. when it comes That's to loving right. country music and being a, an artist, either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's quite interesting. Yep. Um, it seems that you've had to push into the table to make a seat at the table, or maybe just making your own table when it came. Um, yeah, when it came to getting into the tight riding communities of Nashville, can you talk Absolutely. about tenacity yep. and perseverance and pushing in and how it's helped you get to where you are now? Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
1: to be honest with you, it really. It take me a very, very, very long time to even slightly get my foot in the door on music to grow because I really didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, I was getting up every single day and I was I was trying to, you know, write songs and, and figured that eventually somebody would just hear my stuff and, you know, like want to help me in some kind of way. But um, there were times, you know, throughout my time being here, there was literally moments in time where I was like, All right, there's gotta be some kind of shift. I've gotta do something. I don't I don't really know who to even talk to or whatever, but I know something needs to change.
0: Yeah.
1: And um I have had I've had a handful of people here in Nashville who are, you know, love me as a person and also, you know, and love my love my music and love what I do and they have welcomed me with open arms and taken me under their wing and um and really, you know, tried to help me find whatever that next step was. For instance, a guy named Forrest Whitehead.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He uh he produces Kelsey Ballerini, but we would go to lunch, and he would say, you know, like tell me about what's going on, and he would figure out, you know, how to help me get to that next step and and stuff like that. So that really taught me right there that you know you can't do this without people being in your corner. Yeah. And I want to be able to do that for somebody one day because. You, you just can't do it without, you know, a family of people here. So, yeah, you just keep on going and figuring, you know, figure out what's working, what's not working, and uh, just dig your dang heels in and
0: <laughs> yeah, don't
1: stop. And I'm gonna be digging my heels in for years to come. So.
0: Years to come, yeah. And that shift that you were talking about earlier, what was that like? Where I guess you said you know I can't things can't keep going on how they are something has to give I've got to get whether it's a, yeah. a deal here or there what, what was that like it was a mindset thing or did you just call up somebody yeah. or chase somebody yeah. every day
1: it was just one of those things where I literally I am a hard-headed little rascal mm-hmm. you ask my parents but it's it was honestly one of those things where like I'm not leaving I've been here long enough dang it like yeah. I am not leaving without making some kind of mark on this town. Yeah. And um and once like little bitty things would kinda happen and little bitty opportunities would come my way, I uh, I truly felt like that was just confirmation that I was on the right track and those little bitty tiny successes kept me going. I see. So it was almost like the Lord just, you know, kept giving me like little glimmers of, of um of hope and you know, like you're on the right track. So yeah. That's what
0: it was. Wonderful. Uh, you just spoke about the Lord. Is faith a big part uh, of your life?
1: Absolutely. Um, I I moved to Nashville in a camper trailer, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I lived in it for three years. And I truly didn't have anything going on. With my um, it was just me and the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and that that has it's always been a big part of my life. And, um, you know, my family loves the Lord, and, and to be honest with you, I don't know how in the world you go through, you know, trying to do something like this in the music industry and, and not having um, faith. I, I couldn't do it without Him, so. Yeah, it
0: seems impossible to be able to do life without God. Um, yep. Uh, um. Three last quick questions. Uh, I asked this same question to Jimmy um, Allen. Uh, I've got a friend who works at the O2 Arena and he works in the accounting department. And he and his colleagues love the country music artists because they get their receipts in on time, they're kind, they're respectful, but the rap crowd, the rock crowd, they're arrogant, they're rude. Why do you think it is that country music artists tend to have a more humble, kind, um, personality character than other music genres.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, for me personally, country music is, is really just a lifestyle. Mm, yeah. You know, we, uh, we're, we're singing about, um, the truth to us and, and it's real and raw. And I think that's what is so special about country music is, um, the, you know just being transparent like that so I think that's what makes country music so incredible yeah you know
0: I think so too um okay your voice is phenomenal where does it come from because you've got such a unique sound in your voice thank you
1: so much <laughs> thank you yeah. so I do have um, my family is musical on both sides um, they didn't sing a whole lot but they could play instruments Mm -hmm.
0: and um my mama
1: bless her heart can't carry a tune in a bucket
0: (laughs) you and your (laughs) your mom and i are the same okay (laughs) (laughs) that's funny but
1: uh my daddy can play guitar by ear and um so i think it was just i don't really know how it happened to be honest with you my mama's mama sang a little bit in church Mm -hmm. but other than that um my family sounds
0: like a bunch of dogs, Helen. <laughs> wow, you're gifted then. The Lord really gave you a gift. Uh,
1: yep,
0: thank you. Of course. Um. All right, so last question. What can what can fans expect to see from you this year, and are you going back to London? You know, um,
1: we just announced it yesterday. We are going back to London sometime in September for the
0: Great. Long Road
1: Festival. Great. And... I, I told them, I said, y'all keep asking, we'll keep on coming, because I know every artist that I've talked to that was over there for c to c were are just completely blown away by by everybody's, you know, reaction and excitement about country music, but, um, man, what else can I expect? I am, I'm actually in a studio right now. Okay. Um, as soon as I get done with this, I am going straight to the studio, and we started working on my record this wow. week, so mm-hmm. as soon as we landed from London... We literally went straight from the airport to the studio, and um, these songs are, are, are songs that I've been working hard on for a long time and mm-hmm. excited to, to bring on to life, but they can expect a single being out sometime this year, and I'll be doing a radio tour and
0: and all that, so that's what's going to happen the rest of the year. You sound quite busy. But, Lainey, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, and I just pray that you can continue to prosper and move up and up um, at the right pace and continue to inspire other people. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Of course, of course. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Oh, my pleasure. It's an honor to be able to talk to you. I hope that you enjoyed this interview with Lainey Wilson. She's down to earth. She's got that Southern kind of hospitality and openness and friendliness. And I hope that you go listen to her music. She's working on a new album. And uh, yeah, check her out. And I'll see you on the next interview. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zelamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.